Hey everyone and welcome back to the Soul Lifestyle Podcast. It's your girl Bola Soul. So this podcast is going to be really short and sweet. So obviously I've been AWOL for a while because I've been trying to juggle all my ventures but I'm going to get straight to the point and today's topic is going to be about the princess syndrome. So I have to make a couple of disclaimers before I get started. So me talking about this isn't brownie points you know trying to get brownie points with men or trying to side with guys and this isn't me trying to make women look bad this is about understanding that in big big 2017 if we want things to run differently for ourselves as women we have to work differently so the princess syndrome is defined as a woman who focuses on pretty things she puts herself at the center of the universe and she obsesses about her looks my definition of the princess syndrome in this day and age is thinking that your aesthetic as a woman is enough to carry you to where you want to be in life both romantically and financially so i'm going to break down bit by bit why this princess syndrome is actually really damaging to women So something that can be quite detrimental to women is like a sense of entitlement, which can usually stem from a male figure telling you, you know, you're special and you translating that into a sense of superior uniqueness over others in the world. And obviously it's good to think highly of yourself and set set a certain standard for yourself, but you should never go as far as to feel entitled to a certain lifestyle because of maybe what other people have told you about yourself so an example is growing up um, your father might tell you from young you're a princess and you deserve the world so what happens is this might turn into you becoming a woman and thinking that you never need to reciprocate any energy anyone else like anyone else gives you simply because you were told in adolescence that you are on some sort of mental pedestal that you are basically royalty because of your gender and when you do that it's almost once again a sense of entitlement where you think that oh like like anyone should be lucky to have me because I'm a princess people should somebody should be lucky to have you because of who you are not because of your gender does that make sense so it's kind of like if you're told certain things growing up it can sometimes put you on this mental pedestal And so I think it's so key that we as women never think that we are entitled because of what we have been told by those who favour us. And that's what we forget. These people favour us, so obviously they're going to talk highly about us. But we can't take those words that they said and take it to the world and, and think that we hang higher than other people. And another thing is, I feel like we should never feel entitled because we are pretty. Of course, there's pretty privilege and... Yeah, I've I've used it a couple of times. However, and I don't actually think it's a bad thing, but um but that's pretty privileged, not the princess syndrome. There's actually a big difference. But something my friend said to me recently is, bruh, who isn't pretty these days? And I thought, to be honest, it's really true. Between contour kits, lip kits, um, Instagram filters, Snapchat filters, and everything else, being attractive these days isn't very hard. However, Like, there should be no amount of beauty that should ever hypnotise you as a woman into thinking you can be as rude as you like or demand what you like because of what you look like. I'm going to say that again. No amount of beauty should ever hypnotise you into thinking you can be as rude as you like or demand what you like just because of what you look like. And more importantly, lacking depth is not the one. Just because you're pretty, it doesn't give you a pass to be, to lack depth to lack depth for example so if someone finds it hard to get into a deep conversation due to a lack of 
due to a lack of knowledge in many things, then it's clearly time to obviously pick up a book. That's what I say sometimes. I'm like, and I grew up a bit hard. That's how my family is. They're like, rah, pick up a book. I could never just come and just be a pretty face. It was like, okay, what else are you bringing to the table? Because like I said, a pretty face is a dime a dozen these days. A good body is a dime a dozen these days. You can go to Miami and quickly you know, get a quick surgery and done and get your face done and do do our one contour and everything like that. It It's not about that. So I'm saying that we should always aspire to be more as women, you know, not just a pretty face and things like that. So I understand that we can't be like well-versed in everything we do, but we should speak on what we do know and we shouldn't as women be afraid to show our intelligence. I think another symptom kind of of the princess syndrome and it kind of mixes into this is sometimes it can a symptom is that we can fear rejection which is why sometimes I think we as women miss out on so many opportunities like so many opportunities so a lot of people including recruiters have said that a man will look at a job role and if he can see that he can do at least 30% of the role he will apply whereas a woman will see the 30% she can't do and decide not to apply I'm not saying that these stats are clear as day. However, I get the message behind it. I think that this is where we as women need to like rise up in general, but obviously the princess syndrome. So I think like we need to try harder for ourselves. I think that there are so many things and so many opportunities we miss out on simply because we fear being turned down. And I think that's, I think it's the same fear of rejection that might stop you from getting a job might stop you from even applying for a job, might stop you from having a, um, a meeting with your manager asking for a bonus when you know damn right you've been there for, what, two, three years doing the same job. Um, it might stop you from getting better work benefits. It might even stop you from getting a bay or a husband. I don't know. My whole point is the point of rejection, um, the fear of rejection is something that can hold us back. And I know some people are quite traditional, but it's 2017 and the game is the game. And you have to accept that that is literally it. The game is the game and you have to... You want to play to win. That's the point. I think one of the last things I want to talk about and something I think we should work on as women in general is work on our emotional intelligence. So in the sense that sometimes a a subconscious prerequisite we can make as women is that our emotional needs should be met in a professional environment. But I don't think that this is the case. I feel like when you're meant to do a job, you're meant to do a job. Just do the job. And don't get me wrong, everyone can feel emotional. I do think it's key that, but I do think it's key that we learn how to deal with our emotions in a way that doesn't guilt trip others into thinking that they have to cuddle us. So I think it's so important that we learn to take care of our emotions as women and we become more emotionally intelligent because I feel like we can be emotional and we can be intelligent but emotional intelligence together I think that's something that we really need to work on I think we have to know when to use our emotions and when to not use um, the power of our gender just to I hate to say it but cry needlessly um Overall, I think we need to encourage the princess syndrome to die because it doesn't help those of us who are actually fighting for equality. Um, When we want to be seen as the same as a man, I can't lie. If we're both in the same meeting and both of us get a man and a woman gets criticism, but that woman goes and cries after, you're letting the team down because what happened, like cries publicly after, because you're letting the team down because what happens is they're thinking, oh, Sandy can't handle it and things like that. Maybe next time we'll be a bit nicer to her. But maybe Sandy won't progress because Sandy hasn't learned to up her emotional intelligence and 
maybe cry in private where no one can see, where no one pities her and come back and do her job. Because same way, I don't expect Dan, who was in the meeting as well, to cry either. So it goes both ways. So I definitely feel like the princess syndrome isn't isn't helping those of us who are feminists and who are fighting for equality. Not superiority, equality. Because some people get that confused. And some people use sexism and racism and what they believe in their morals as a way to basically say, like, yeah, I want equality. When... In general, I have now clocked some people want to be superior. Some people want payback for, um, you know, slavery or some people want payback for all the things that women have had to have gone through. But I feel like just like with those things, you have to wipe a slate clean. I'm going to try and end it now because someone is banging in the background in my house. Um, Banging sounded wrong. I mean, they have a hammer. But yeah, so um, the idea of like promoting narcissism and egocentrism in a particular gender because of their sex is probably a big factor that helps spark sexism in the first place. So yeah, so this podcast was really short, but this is all about the princess syndrome and about it dying. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please let me know your thoughts. As always, you can find me on my at is bola underscore soul. That's B-O-L-A underscore S-O-L. Feel free to tweet me. Feel free to um, come on my Instagram and chat with me there or anything like that. Or send me an email. Um, You can find that on my Twitter. Once again, my Twitter is bola underscore S-O-L. Yeah, thanks so much, guys, for listening, and I hope you have a good day.